0: Welcome back to the Who Cares podcast. It's Peyton. Uh, Lyndon is not with me today. It's just me and my schizophrenic hallucination. Hello. Today, we're going to be doing my most long awaited episode. I'm going to be digging into the best superhero team in all of existence Section 8. More specifically, Dogwelder. Lyndon has finally given me permission to go out and just have a rant on Dogwilder.
1: Which so that's what we're not, doing. May or well, may not have been due to sleep deprivation and just bugging him.
0: Yes, uh, we, I, I, I say we, it's myself. <laughs> kind what, of just... over that. <laughs> we, myself, it doesn't matter. Eventually talked him into letting me do this. And... <laughs> It is going to be the best
2: episode yet. So, Dog Welder, where do I start?
1: In West Philadelphia, born and raised... Oh, sorry.
2: Oh, no, no, hold on. I
0: guess I should probably start with the Section 8 team in general. Right? Does that make sense? Okay, okay. Okay. I'm,
1: Explain it to me like I'm an uncultured swine.
0: Okay. So the Section Eight team is— imagine a team—they're like, uh, what's what am I thinking of? Uh, they're like reject superheroes, basically.
2: Uh,
1: really, really poor.
0: Kind of. They're really fucking awful. Like some of the members you have, like you have, uh, at least in the uh, original team, because there was. The first team of Section 8 and the second team of Section 8,
1: um... Was the second second team better or worse?
0: Honestly worse, because it had less uh, iconic characters, like... Generation
1: 1... I mean, in terms of, like, superhero competency scale.
2: They're both pretty bad. (laughs) Neither are good. Neither are good. Uh...
0: Let me see. I love
1: my anti heroes. What about just incompetent heroes? Is that what we're going for?
0: That is what they are,
1: kind of. I can dig uh, it.
0: So let me. I'm pulling up the Wikipedia so I don't get as much stuff wrong. Uh, I will say I am. Like I said, I'm reading this off the Wikipedia. I know a lot of stuff about it, but I don't know everything. So
1: I curse you for not being a perfect encyclopedia with a- eidetic memory. How one day,
0: I be. one day I will be. Okay.
1: Force it into your so, brain. Carve it into your soul, kid.
0: Just doing a whole fucking carving. I'm gonna carve. I'm gonna get, gonna get the tat. I'm gonna get a tattoo of all the members of Section Eight. That actually,
2: that might not. There will be
1: really one right listener there. who understands what carving into your soul is from. So and I applaud you.
0: So there is so whenever we're talking about Section 8, as I said, there's two teams. There's Section 8 and then there's All-Star Section 8. So All-Star Section 8 is the second like second uh, manifestation. Okay. Personally Personally, I I'm conflicted on the two. One, I like the team better for the original Section 8, but I like what uh, the uh, all Star Section Eight did for the Dog Welder lore, which we will get into. Uh, some of the members of Section, the first Section Eight, uh, you have Six Pack. Uh, Six Pack, he is like the leader of them. Uh, there's honestly a lot about Six Pack that I'm gonna have to like look into and just kind of say as we're doing it. I probably should have had those Wikipedia pages pulled up beforehand. But, you know. Uh, tch, tch.
1: you got to wing it a bit, otherwise you're just going to be reading off a script, and that's no fun.
0: Yeah, not fun at all. I'm trying to find the six-pack like on the DC Fandom Wiki. Uh, if I remember correctly, though, his superpowers are literally just being an alcoholic and throwing bottles at people. Based. Uh, tch, tch. Oh, there it is. Okay, so... Six-Pack Six-Pack's real name is Sidney Speck. Uh, he formed Section 8. Uh,
1: His name is Sidney?
0: Yes, he is a man named Sidney.
1: I understand uh, the alcoholism.
0: <laughs> uh, so, I'll, I'll I'll read. This is going to be a very disjointed episode because my mind is not.
1: Uh, so, like the usual.
0: Yeah. So, the it's section eight. Always bad eight when the
1: schizophrenia comes out.
0: The section eight team is based in the cauldron, which is like you know how like New York has like Chinatown or like Hell's Kitchen. Uh, yeah. Like okay. That the cauldron in Gotham City is the Irish section. All right. Uh, it's kind of like it's like an Irish ghetto, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, the team is led by Six Pack. Uh, they have some quote heroic history, although it's questionable because a lot of their members are either drunkards prone to hallucinations or completely mute, as <laughs> in the case of Dog Welder. Uh, it's headquartered on an artificial island in the Gotham sewers. Uh, some that's
1: of the members. Pretty, of the team, that's pretty sweet,
0: right? Uh, so there is the members of, uh, what, is, what I say? Uh, section eight prime. You have six pack, uh,
2: okay. Bueno,
0: Bueno, Excellente, the Defenestrator, Dog Welder one, uh, Friendly Fire, Jean de Baton, Baton, Flemgem, and Shakes. Uh,
1: okay, run, run me down their superpowers here.
0: Okay, this is just off the top of my head. I'll get into it as we get deeper in the episode.
1: Perfect. I love six it.
0: six pack go. six pack gets drunk and throws bottles. Uh Bueno Excelente is a rapist. That is literally his only power. Uh well, rapist and threatening to rape. Uh the defenestrator carries around a window that he throws people through. Uh All right? Yeah. Dog welder welds dogs to people. Uh, friendly fire can shoot energy, but he cannot shoot it accurately. The one time he did was against the fight with the many angled ones, which was the end of a uh, the first section eight crew. Okay. He actually tried to shoot more accurately and ended up shooting himself in the head, and killing himself. Uh, Jeanne de Paton, Paton, uh, I believe his superpower was just being like a French caricature. Like I think he like reeked of garlic and carried around a baguette. Flem uh, gem, Flem uh, gem could spit up. I believe it was corrosive phlegm. And Shanks was just a homeless man. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know why, but that's the one that did it for me. That's
0: uh, So during the Ace of Killers storyline, which is like a, it was like a subline in uh the mainline DC uh, uh, universe. Okay. The team actually reforms. Uh hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. The team is headquartered on an artificial island. I'm I'm looking at the wiki at the same time. Yeah, yeah. At the start of the series, the team is actually split up, but they're all still in Gotham. Uh friendly fire, shakes, and Jean Debaton Baton retired. Defenestrator was in Arkham after throwing a cop through the same window 14 times. Uh Dog Welder and Flem Jam were, quote, still stalking the streets of Gotham. And Sixpack was a regular at Noonan's Sleazy Bar, believing his drunken dreams of superhero work were real. Hmm. The team reforms to provide support during the uh, Ace of Killers storyline. Collectively, they kill, like, a bunch of mobsters that were trying to kill uh, Tommy Monaghan, uh, Nat the Hat, Detective Teagle, and Catwoman. They save Catwoman. Hell yeah. The group later helps uh, that Tommy guy I mentioned earlier uh, during an encounter with Lobo, the fucking anti-hero mercenary that I think killed his entire planet or some shit.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Yeah, they helped Tommy during that encounter. Uh, Specifically, they aid Tommy in creating material, blackmailing a stunned Lobo, with the help of Bueno Excelente, which (laughs) prevents Lobo from taking revenge against any of them. Uh, Wait. Yes.
1: Wait.
0: Bueno Excelente is, at least at one point, was canonically married to Lobo, because they did an official ceremony while Lobo was stunned. It also likely means that the rapist character fucked Lobo.
1: Lobo has been raped.
0: More than likely, canonically, yes, he has been sexually assaulted by Bueno Excelente.
1: No matter how much of a badass you may be,
0: <laughs> I think canonically, uh, Bueno also uh, sexually assaulted Kyle Rayner, which became one of the Green Lanterns. I think. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it says I believe Rayner. One of the Green Lanterns is
1: one thing, but like. Lobo's known for being one of the comic books series, you know, one of the comic um but you know, the franchise's badasses.
0: Yeah, but they made it the blackmail so bad that Lobo will not take revenge against them for fear of it going out. So it's probably not just their wedding pictures. It's probably him, you know. Him in yeah. uh Bueno Excelente. Speaking
2: of
1: that is-
0: Bueno Excelente. do you want to know
2: what his uh, quote-unquote day job is?
1: Oh, tell me.
2: He is a porn actor. He's an adult film star.
1: That makes sense.
2: Canonically speaking. Uh,
0: let's see. Their last appearance, which is whenever uh, they died, uh, Friendly Fire pointed out how pathetic they all were. And all they ever did was, like, meet once a month and didn't achieve anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of their, quote, uh, six-pack is kind of sad whenever Friendly Fire points out that all of their missions were just drunken dreams of six-packs. Uh, however, whenever the multi-angled ones, which I will get into them directly after this, mm-hmm. uh, rose up in Gotham, Section 8 went to fight against them. They were completely unsuccessful. They <laughs> failed miserably most of the team die or accidentally kill themselves
1: did did how many of the many angled ones were taken out
0: i don't think any of them were i will figure Ouch. that out cuz i have not read the comics yet but i will uh the many angled ones actually become interested in Six-Pack when the flames from an explosion don't touch him, and when he tells that he would be willing to die standing against them, because that's what superheroes do. The demons are left amused and a deal is made where Six-Pack will leave them and try to battle with them for his own soul in exchange for leaving Earth alone. Uh, At the end of it, Six-Pack Wait, is a statue. So he- Go on.
1: So he saved the Earth from demons in exchange for a battle for his own soul? Yes. That's fucking based.
0: Six Pack has a statue of the of him built in the park in his honor. Again, I'm reading this on the Wikipedia.
1: That's uh, awesome.
0: He has a statue. How? Uh, th- although he is still shown alive and sane in New York City at an AA meeting, implying that the battle for his soul was facing his addiction to alcohol. Uh... Bueno Excelente also survived the battle and avenges their loss on a scientist responsible for releasing the Many-Angled Ones. Being Bueno Excelente, you can tell probably what he did to the scientist. <laughs> uh, tell
1: me, what do you think he did to the scientist?
2: Uh, then, whenever Six-Pack has a
0: near-death experience in, all, in the All-Star Section 8, because this is actually... They're all the same canon, of course. The dead members of Section 8 were all sent to limbo, with the exception of Dog Welder,
1: who was okay. apparently
0: contempt to hell because, quote, he welded dogs to people for fuck's sake. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> However, that brings that brings to point an interesting lore bit that I will get into. God, I'm going off on so many tangents already. Don't for that,
1: give me a minute. He welded dogs to people, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, uh, shit, okay. it actually
0: has who the uh, the items are, or not items, who the members are and, like, what they do. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that the Wikipedia has that. Six uh, pack he is the team mm-hmm. leader whose special ability is grotesque drunkenness and beating villains with broken-off liquor bottles. He talks in a stream of comic cliches. He thinks he's a real superhero and does not seem to realize all of his superheroic encounters are just drunken dreams, and gets upset when they're told they're not real. Uh, A regular at Noonan's sleazy bar, he fights against the vampires in No Man's Land in the Battle of Noonan's Bar in The Old Dog. Bueno excelente! An obese, sweaty, bald Latino in an overcoat who defeats evil with the power of perversion. Generally, the only things he says are bueno and "excelente," often preceded by a creepy chuckle. Uh, He has also become a small internet meme. Yes, he actually is. Uh, Yes, he did canonically fuck Kyle Rayner. It is only mentioned in passing as Kyle does not remember the incident because he roofied him. Uh, The Defenestrator a large burly man in a denim jacket black sunglasses with black hair who obsessively carries a window through which he forcefully throws criminals and the occasional unlucky policeman he assaults the poli- uh, his assaults on police officers land him in arkham asylum his name appearance and even death his last words are direct parodies of uh, arnold schwarzenegger's character in terminator 2 judgment day dog, w- okay. dog welder Uh, A thin, silent man in a welder's mask who spot-welds dead canines to evildoers. Uh, When Dog Welder tries to bring him back to the team, Dog Welder almost welds him on general
2: instinct. Um. So. I can't wait to just geek out on Dog Welder. Friendly Fire. A large, hapless man in a red cowl. He
0: would... Easily be one of Section 8's most powerful superheroes, if he were to be able to shoot anything but his allies with the bolts of energy he shoots from his hands. Uh, He is very defeatist, and is the only one who will actually say how pathetic he is, as I mentioned earlier, Uh, but he still wore his costume in retirement. Uh, Jean de Baton Baton, a bizarrely gaunt-walking French caricature who defeats enemies with the power of Frenchness, as expressed by his savage beatings with a baguette and occasionally blinding others with rings of garlic and onions. Phlegm Gem, a sickly, thin, bald man in a green suit and purple domino mask, who has the ability to produce and expel large volumes of phlegm, which he can b- blind, suffocate, or simply disgust evildoers. Shakes A thin, hairy vagrant who obsess who upsets people through stutters and an overall shaking palsy. He is a frequel- frequent accidental target of friendly fire. Uh, he dies trying to take out the many angled ones when he grabs a grenade and runs to a petrol station. Damn. He blew up a gas station with himself.
2: Um,
1: you know what's really scary about this? What? It sounds like Bueno Excelente is the most effective member of their team.
0: Mostly, yeah.
1: Having back the fuck up or back the fuck off, Lobo.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: like oh, sense. this is a Superman level threat. Yeah, right? send in the Mexican.
0: Send in the rapist.
1: The porn star.
0: Uh, okay, so we're gonna talk about the uh, the many angled ones now. Oh, they're actually from C- the Cthulhu mythos. Okay. They, they actually like exist. Uh, oh. Really? They're called the Loigor. L L O I G O R. Okay. Uh, there's a reason why people call them just the many angled ones, and that's what I'm going to be referring to them as.
1: I okay. Let's see if, like, let's see if I can. Th- myth. I don't know all of my mythos lore here, sadly. Some that okay. I'll be like the major Cthulhu mythos guy, but
0: yeah. Okay, here's where it actually is. Let me let me where it actually like talks about it. DC comic book Hitman feature by Garth Ennis briefly featured demons called the Multi-Angled Ones. Similar in concept to the Many-Angled Ones of Xenus, these beings killed most of the def- defun- dysfunctional superhero team, Section 8. It does not say what they are other than their Cthulhu star spawns.
1: Yeah, that's usually all you need to say for people to think they need to beat them up. Yeah. Cthulhu loves love, too.
2: Yeah. So,
0: that is Section 8 Prime. The original Section 8. Okay. Then, we have uh, Section 8 All-Stars, which brings in a few familiar faces, and a few...
1: Actually, you know what? Before we go on, if you were in a fight with one of them, which one would you be most and least scared of fighting? And I what? would
0: be I would be most scared of Bueno Excelente. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: honestly, uh, least scared probably shakes. I think if we're like ranking which ones I could probably fight from like the original team.
1: What I mean, about I'd, Friendly Fire?
0: I could probably take friendly fire pretty easy, but there's a chance that his fire blast could hit something completely different and like cause like a Rube Goldberg effect. Okay. But Shakes is just an old man with cerebral palsy and a stutter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but he has grenades and gas stations. I'm kind of scared of that.
0: If I keep him away from a gas station, I'm fine.
1: What about the grenades? He's still got a grenade.
0: Uh, minor detail. I'll just throw him on top of his own grenade and let him use his own, like, body as a shield.
1: You know, funny enough, you still need to be a fair distance away for that to be effective. It is somewhat effective and makes the odds of getting a significant injury through you throw a grenade much more diminished, but you still need to be a safe distance away.
0: I, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: I think it was on a Mythbusters episode. Or maybe I saw somebody throw somebody else on a grenade. I don't remember. One of the two.
2: Mm.
1: Or maybe it was on Modern Rogue. If you know that YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I know that YouTube channel. Of course I know that YouTube channel. You hear me? Yeah, you
1: seem like the kind of guy who'd know that YouTube channel.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, so that is Section 8 Prime. That is, like, the original team. Okay. Whenever you get into the new Section 8, Section 8 All-Stars, uh, whenever Sixpack decides he wants to reform Section 8, he recruits uh, a few new people. Uh he, which I'll get into those in a second, he does try to recruit other high-profile heroes for Section <laughs> 8, like Batman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman. He also tried to recruit Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter actually wanted to serve alongside Six Pack, but he was scared away by... Bueno Excelente.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine Martian Marvin Manhunter?
2: I... It would be so good. So... The
0: the members of All Stars. You have <clears throat> <clears throat> you have of course you have a six pack. You have uh, Bueno Excelente. He returned.
1: Who? By the have... way, let's be clear. He's not only scared Lobo, but he's scared a potential ally who's an alien race. His yeah. level of fear is it transhuman and spans multiple galaxies.
0: Yeah, multiple galaxies, multiple species, because they don't want to get fucked by him.
1: <laughs> like, like I, if I don't remember my comics very well, but I'm pretty sure Mr. Manhunter doesn't understand human emotions very well.
0: I don't believe so
1: either. But he still knows to stay the fuck away from that guy.
0: So, uh, there's Six Pack and Bueno. There's Dog Welder 2. Now, how Dog Welder 2 came into being, I'll get more into the Dog Welder lore later, of course. I I keep saying that. I keep saying that, but it's... We're
1: gonna jump down the rabbit hole.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dog Welder 2, whenever Dog Welder died, his gear was taken to a pawn shop. Whenever Dog Welder 2... Uh, He was an African-American man. I don't believe he's ever actually named. Uh, He went into the pawn shop, tried on Dog Welder's welding mask, and then got possessed by the spirit of Dog Welder and became
2: the new Dog Welder. Then there
1: was...
2: Then there was the Grappler, spelled not
0: L-E-R-L-A-H, exclamation mark. A man with grappling hooks and guns, who was quote an annoying tool who wouldn't shut his stupid mouth. Power tool. Grappling hooks are cool. <laughs> Power tool. A rational construction-themed vigilante with a drill in his t- in his helmet's faceplate. Guts. An au- an ambulatory female mass of internal organs arranged in a vaguely humanoid state. Now. Uh, there's also three, it says unnamed members on
2: one wiki, but I don't know if it says it with the rest of the wiki. I'll, I'll check the other wiki real quick. Uh, yeah, it does not say, yeah, uh, it it does not uh, say who the three are, the other three are.
1: Uh, Clearly, it's Mr. Manhunter, Batman, Superman.
0: Um, I think Constantine actually worked with Section 8 at one point. Canonically. Okay,
1: that's pretty metal.
0: But there is one more member I didn't mention. Oh? <clears throat> Bator, the demon lord of criminal insanity.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Yes. And he's also the caretaker of Noonan's bar.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Suddenly, things are starting to make a lot more sense now.
0: Why do you say that?
1: (laughs) There's a demon lord of criminal insanity uh, taking care of the bar that the alcoholic leader of the club is at, where he has delusions of fighting people. Yes. Um, Those two things might be related just a little bit.
0: Maybe. Um. Before I get off of the actual Wikipedia page and start actually going like deeper into the DC fandom page, I want to mention, this is a call-out post to James Gunn. James Gunn mentioned in Twitter he wanted to have Dog Welder in the Suicide Squad, but didn't think he should be expressed cinematically. During the production of the film... Fans petitioned to have Dog Welder in it, along with McCree, one of the three creators of Section 8, and subsequently Dog Welder, giving his support for it. One of the creators wants Dog Welder in a movie. I am saying right now, if there is a Dog Welder movie, I want to be Dog Welder.
1: I'd watch that.
0: As long as it's Dog Welder 1. I could do Dog Welder 1. Dog Welder 2, I can't. I am I am a fat white guy, not a skinny African American man.
1: Yeah, Dad, you don't.
0: But I could do Dog Welder One. I I could do Dog Welder One, and honestly, if they don't let me be Dog Welder One, I'm I'm gonna be angry.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: I'm going so on a Twitter dog
1: rant. Welder sell Dog Welder to the typical Death Note fan.
2: Okay, so Death. Well, I will have to talk more about the Dog Welder lore. So
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's fucking let, do it. But let's, let me pull up. Let's tying it into common fans, I know the anime fandom, and I remember the Death Note days. That's a pretty common demographic that used to exist. If it doesn't anymore, and I'm just that old.
2: <laughs>
1: so, uh, but I also know that's one of the few anime you've seen. Yes. Well, literally you also, the anime you've seen.
0: You are also a Death Note fan. What is it you like about Death Note?
1: um i was i like the beginning part i wouldn't say i'm a super fan because i don't even have the dvds but i'd say it's got a lot of uh criminal investigation in it (laughs) as well as um a god complex but he was fucking right so is it really a god complex if you're right
0: i mean it still is so true If you like the idea of a god complex, do you want to hear how canonically powerful Dog Welder is and why he exists?
1: Alright, explain for the class.
0: So, Dog Welder is actually, has been throughout the history. There's multiple Dog Welders... There are. There's even a specific Dog Welder afterlife, which conflicts with canon around the original Dog, or dog Welder 1, not the original. Dogwelder. 1 going to hell. I don't think he actually went to hell, he probably went to dog, the Dog Welder afterlife. Um, but dog, the Dog Welder curse was created by Anubis. Uh, and eventually, uh, they realize the Sirius A and Sirius B stars are expanding. Dog Welder realizes that, that is, those are the dog stars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And realizes that his purpose, and the purpose of every dog welder before him, was to exist to weld Sirius A and Sirius B together and make one dog star. So, Dog Welder canonically What's has the power to weld stars together, which Did if we- there, if you ever wanted a godlike character welding stars
2: together is more than godlike
1: can he do it to other stars too or do we know
0: no uh just Sirius A and Sirius B as far as we know because they are... since
1: those are the dog stars, could he just weld those two stars to other stars now? Because they're dogs?
0: Possibly. He could... Well, no, because that's how a Dog Welder 2 dies, and the Dog Welder curse is over. Oh. Uh, because... But in theory,
1: he could have.
0: He could have, in theory. See, whenever he welded the two together, he, of course the stars merged. And whenever you're a human, and two stars merge in front of you, you're not going to exist.
1: Honestly, it's pretty impressive that he got there far enough to, <laughs> yeah. to merge. And then, in the first place.
0: When they did, it destroyed the Dog equipment, thus ending the Dog curse, as far as we
2: know. Uh, let's see here. So that is kind of the like that
0: if you like Death Note for like that god complex, having a character with the literal powers of a god, Dog welder. You'd love him. I dig it. It's actually John Constantine himself. You know, you know John Constantine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, John yeah. Constantine asshole. He
0: he is the one who says that Dog Welder has a lot of untapped power, and is the one who says uh, that he can possibly fix the Sirius stars. Uh, so let's see. Back in Gotham, they learn the star Sirius A and expand and B are expanding. When they touch, they will explode and destroy Earth dog welder has an epiphany that he's meant to weld the stars together as Sirius is the dog star that makes no sense but okay section eight then knock out some nasa astronauts steal their suits and hijack a space shuttle
1: <laughs> i didn't know they had to knock out astronauts and steal their shit that, that makes well, it ten I, times funnier
0: how else would they have gotten to
1: uh, I know. I, I, we just sort of glossed over that whole part and I'm like, okay, however he gets there comic book bullshit here I would have thought, you know, maybe Superman flew him, or Martian, you know, Mr. Manhunter you know, one of the many other people who can canonically fly in outer space just gave him a lift, oh no, 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 no they kicked NASA's ass drunkenly yes. stole their spaceship
0: and then flew off to a different star system uh, when they uh, when they arrive in the system, Dog Welder leaves the ship and harnesses the power of all the previous Dog Welders. Like, ha- have you seen Avatar: The Last Airbender or no? Like, I have seen
1: of bits of it.
0: Do you understand like the Avatar state where well, they're like
1: when his eyes go white and he does crazy shit?
0: Yeah, that is him. That is him. Like harnessing the power of every Avatar since the first. Okay. That's what Dog Welder did. I we can't call it the Avatar State because he's you know Dog Welder's not the Avatar. The Dog Welder State, the Dog Welder Conglomeration. I don't know. Uh, either way, he harnesses the power of all the fr- previous Dog Welders, which canonically date back to Anubis within the ancient in ancient Egypt. Anubis was the one who cursed him. By the like the did the yeah. Curse. yeah, um. Uh, uh, dog Dogwelder leaves the ship, harnesses the power of all the Dog Welders. He's able to weld Sirius A and B together, stabilizing them. He says goodbye to his friends, knowing that the stars will expand, killing him. Though he was content, this would prevent the cur- Yeah, this would prevent the curse from afflicting other people. Section 8 returns to Noonans, where they all mourn the loss of Dogwelder, whose world-saving sacrifice will never be known to the public. So Dogwelder didn't even get like the uh
1: the statue in the park.
0: Yeah, he didn't get the statue in the park. He didn't even get the recognition for saving Earth.
1: I mean he gets to go to cool stogwelder after life though, so that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Do you want to hear some of his abilities?
1: <laughs> How does it get better than uh, than welding stars?
0: Uh it doesn't get better than that, but he does have other abilities.
1: Alright. All right.
0: Uh, of course, dog welding—he can weld flesh to flesh,
1: which is a weird power in and of itself.
0: Yeah, he can. W- I mean, it makes sense though, because it's an Egyptian curse.
1: So you said there's equipment. Is it just his mask, or is like the welding blowtorch stuff part of his equipment too?
0: I think I think the curse is spread through the mask, but the mat like in the mask gives him the powers to use regular welding equipment. I think. Again, I haven't personally read the comics yet because I haven't gotten a hold of a copy of them. And, like, I have, I will admit I have not tried very hard, but the little bit I have tried, it's actually difficult to get, like, a decent copy of them. Sounds fair. But, uh, anyway, uh, his other powers, though, he has a psychic link. Uh, he has a psychic connection to all of the other dog welders, and can speak through dogs as puppets and harness their powers to weld the stars together. So, Dog Welder himself cannot speak, but he can psychically make a dog speak for him.
1: Does the dog he speaks through have to be living?
0: I think it has to be dead, but I'm not sure. (laughs) I will look that up. It's messed up up,
1: no matter how you look at it.
0: I think, because I know the dogs he welds to people's faces are dead most of the time.
1: Okay. Wait, Um, most of the time?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Is there a dramatic exception?
0: Probably? Uh, let's see. I'd say most of the time because I don't know if there's a time where he welds a living dog to someone's face. I mean, I would. Uh, some of his other characteristics he has obsession, he has a strong compulsion to weld dogs to people's faces. Uh, he is also mute, he cannot speak through conventional means. Uh, his equ- okay, it has his paraphernalia, equipment, welding equipment. That makes sense. Weapons, dogs, and then it has a colon. Dog Welder Welds Dogs to People.
1: That's okay,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, so that's kind of like the gist of Dog Welder 2, honestly. Uh, so
0: he was possessed by the original Dog Welder's welding equipment. So I assume the entire welding set was there. He just put on the mask and like the stuff was already there
1: oh yeah yeah because he said it all got sold to the pawn shop
0: yeah his wife and family wanted to help him however he was too compelled to weld dogs to people and welded the family dog to his children
1: that's messed up but Um, okay
0: as a result his wife divorced him and remarried a year later dog welder secretly watches his family from afar he shows a desire to speak with them but decides to leave instead Uh, While in Gotham he encounters John Constantine who reveals to Dog Welder he can communicate vocally by using dead dogs as puppets. So yes, it is dead dogs. Uh,
1: Wait, wait, wait. So he has a psychic link to all the other Dog Welders.
0: But he just didn't know it. Like he didn't realize that he had this link to all the other Dog Welders.
1: Oh, okay. I'm like, because it'd be really awkward if he had this link and nobody told him shit.
2: Um, so the, uh, let me see here. So, uh,
0: one of the storylines, I believe it's the, it is the storyline where, uh, Dog Welder dies using the new section A. Uh, okay. it is called six pack and Dog Welder, hard travel and heroes spelled with a Z. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Hold on. Oh, wait, that was the wrong one. Hold on. Reading the, I was reading the same thing again I was wanting to talk about yes, the new members of Section 8 All-Star Section 8, whenever he decides to whenever Six-Pack decides to reform Section 8 he, record, he recruits Bator again, the Demon Lord of Criminal Insanity Bueno <laughs> Excelente, and Dog Welder 2 and then gr- the Grappla Guts, and Power Tool uh, this is whenever he also tries to recruit the other heroes that we talked about earlier. hmm Uh, mm. six-pack begins to feel defeated. However, Superman arrives and takes him to his, l- it sounds like a bad fan fiction. <laughs> While using the restroom at Noonan's bar, the grappler becomes tired of being a wannabe hero and hangs himself.
1: Oh, shit, that escalated quickly.
0: Yeah. Dog Welder's wife finds him and tries to convince him to come home. Superman reminds Sixpack that he is indeed a hero and reconfirms his convictions. Though Dog Welder is about to leave with his family, he notices they brought their dog. Dog Welder proceeds to weld the dog to his son. Sixpack returns to Noonan's and rallies his group for action. Power Tool spills his drink on the floor. He stands in his drink as his, as powers up his suit in a seemingly killed. Bator hides behind a counter. Six-Pack then finds Grappler dead in the counter. With no other members around, Six-Pack runs outside, ready to face any oncoming danger.
1: Can we stop and appreciate that that Dog Welder 2's wife is a horrible person?
0: Dog Welder 2's wife is. I mean, I understand it. I mean, no, I, if, no, I no. Was a, if I was a woman, I too would divorce a man who welded a dog to our kid's face.
1: Yes, but I wouldn't get another dog and bring that to my husband. Yeah, yeah, right? Again. Like, get, a fu- get a fucking shit.
0: cat. Get a fucking cat.
1: Anything but a dog. Those kids are probably traumatized by dogs by now. That's yeah. like the worst thing you could do.
0: Because, because it said he left after the first time. So that means this is, if I if I'm reading this correctly, this is the second time he's welded a dog to his kid's face.
1: Like, you know he's cursed, right? This isn't normal behavior. You're in a world with superheroes and supervillains. Clearly, some weird shits going on. That this is very out of character for your husband.
2: Oh, unless, by the way, this
1: is something unless you think your husband just took crack one day.
0: By the way, it has a you know the status of a of of him on the wiki. Okay, Al- alignment good. Okay. Identity, secret identity. Mar, citizenship, American. Marital status, divorced. True. Yeah. So he is. He is canonically divorced, uh, American, and he is a good guy. Dog Welder is a good guy.
1: He did say, give up his life in order to weld two stars together and save all of humanity. Yeah, that is a very good thing. That's a very good guy. That's that is. You know, you know, let's use the Constantine example. Devil's trying to kill, take Constantine's soul, and Constantine is, you know, getting heavy because he can't do it because Constantine killed himself to sacrifice to get the devil to prevent someone else from entering the world. Ergo, by Constantine logic, he's a good guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, even even by then, though, I mean, yeah, he welded dogs to his kid's face. Big whoop, everyone does that. But not everyone welds two stars together to keep them from touching and destroying the Earth. Which, by the way, how would welding them stop them from touching?
1: I, I don't know. I think... Maybe it's like the creating, like, was... a
0: buffer between them? To where they'll never touch because they have, like, a welded buffer between them, Maybe? Or maybe it just stabilizes them. I don't know.
1: Or you know what? Maybe he welded them together in some weird orbit. So they both fall relative to each other.
0: I need need the comics. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that is the Dog (laughs) Welder lore. (laughs) And honestly, like, DC, I... I will buy the rights to Dog Welder for like three bucks. I, I will buy the rights to Dog Welder if you let me make a Dog Welder movie. And if you don't let me buy the rights to Dog Welder, let me play Dog Welder.
1: Or at least give this man the fucking comic books.
0: Yeah, please. Send them to me for free. Yeah. Like, I I would be content with any of those. Either give me Dog Welder, give me the comics, or let me play Dog Welder.
1: Give him Dog Welder in some format.
0: Give me a Dog Welder action figure and the comics.
1: As for me, I like Blade. So don't make any movies of Blade because you guys suck at it.
0: I, like... Do you know what I would do for a dog welder, like, action figure? I would do a lot. I
1: don't don't think I want to know.
0: I would do a lot for a dog welder action figure.
1: I I don't want to (laughs) ask.
0: Good. Uh, let's see.
2: What else can we talk about the wonders of Section 8?
1: Okay, okay, okay. Section 8. What other hero would be about Section 8's level for them to get in a fight with?
0: Like, are we talking like one hero versus the team of Section 8?
1: You know what? Just give me whatever you think is comparable. Oh, Because most of them would just whoop Section 8's ass by what you've told me.
2: Yeah, but I don't know.
1: The Punisher would kick all of their asses. I think the Punisher. Simultaneously. Breaks, yeah, the Punisher breaks baseball bats over his arm for fun. Yeah,
0: honestly, I, before I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Reading through this, they did my they did my boy power tool dirty.
2: Okay. He
0: he he did applied for membership years earlier, but was turned down for Section Eight. When he eventually that rejoined, was... the whenever he rejoined. It seems like the day at, the day he joined, like whenever they got recreated and he joined, Mm -hmm. he spilled a drink on himself and whenever uh, the alcoholic pulled at his feet and whenever he tried to turn on his suit, which again has the drill on his face, the the suit short-circuited killed him.
1: He died day one?
0: That's what it seems like. Same with the grappler, I think.
2: Ouch. Hold
0: on. His first appearance was in Convergence Harley Quinn number two, and his appearance in death was all. Oh no, his death appearance was All Star Section Eight number six. So he was around for a little while, it seems, but still not long enough, man.
1: But still, didn't him? He died at the bar. It sounds like.
0: Yeah, after the grappler
1: died. Grapola died at that bar.
0: At the same time. Well, and before, the demon was there. They found- before
1: they found saying. him.
0: Let's see. Who else? Let's look up the... Gra- Let's look into the Grappler's Wikipedia page.
2: Member of Section 8. No one knew his real name. Uh, he applied for
0: membership years earlier but was turned down. Okay. So it seems like at the same time, like, there were a lot of people who were turned down from the original Section Eighteen which is kind of based on six packs part like yeah we're a shitty superhero team you might we're have not the best yeah you might have you know a drill face suit or a grappling hook and a gun but we have a hobo with the palsy. fucking shakes made it in before the grappler did canonically speaking
1: i i don't even know how
0: Uh, he applied for membership years earlier. Throughout his tenure as a member of Section 8, the grappler constantly tried to bring attention to himself, but was largely ignored by his fellow members. Though he would boast about his usefulness and skills, he was actually a very depressed person. As a result, he hung himself in the men's bathroom at Noonan's Bar.
1: Holy shit. Talk about doing your boy dirty.
0: Right? I don't... I still think they did Power Tool even dirtier, like... Like, yeah, that's sad, but Power Tool, like, he accidentally killed himself. Like, the writers did him dirty.
1: Yeah, yeah. One of them, the team did him dirty. The other, the writers did him dirty.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm on Noonan's bar, like, their actual Wikipedia page, to see what's
1: But funny. then again, if you, uh, you've seen the Deadpool movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Who was, the, uh, like, half of Deadpool's team when they were doing that air drop down, using parachutes, mm-hmm. yeah, half of them just fucking died. Yeah. So, That's- it, I, I kind of get it. I, I think Dog Welder's doing the same thing there, except Dog Welder did it first. Get a whole cast of people, and then kill a bunch of them off before the action even starts.
0: Yeah. You know, I think if you took Deadpool out of the equation, like, Section 8 might have been able to beat Deadpool's team.
1: Oh my god, Yes yes only
0: taking Deadpool out of the equation though
1: well no because remember Deadpool hired a bunch of losers who weren't going to do any good yeah yeah then have like, that one person
0: so yeah honestly yeah uh, if you take Deadpool out of the equation section 8 might have a chance well it also depends which section 8 are we talking about are we talking about the original section 8 or are we talking about section 8 all-stars
1: well and like, and uh, Domino the lucky girl
0: and domino i I don't know though, oh would would friendly fires shots be even worse around her?
1: or better if she was a double agent,
0: or better uh, I don't know though, man. I think shakes with a grenade could take out all of them
1: and himself
2: well, of course himself, he shakes, he's expendable. Uh, so let's see. I'm looking on the Wikipedia at Noonan's Bar, the bar that they keep meeting at.
0: It's owned by Sean Noonan, a former hitman. It was favored. It was a favored hangout with hitman and others in the Cauldron, which again was like the Gotham's uh Irish ghetto. Many firefights took place at Noonan's, involving Tommy Monaghan, which we mentioned, and his friends Six Pack, the leader of the quote farcical superhero team. I say fart, I say quote because they're the best. Uh, was a regular. And Bator, and Bator, a demon from hell from hell was the barkeep. I've I've got to look at Bator's Wikipedia page.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 wondering what his role in this might be.
0: Wait a minute, he's in Gotham and he's the demon lord of criminal insanity. That explains a lot about Gotham.
1: Yes it does.
0: So, do you know the superhero uh, Itragan? He's the man who's, like, half-demon? Nope. Uh, He's an older DC superhero that I don't think they use much anymore. He's basically, uh... Uh... He's a man who, like, is part-demon, but, like, he can, like, control if he's actually, like, in his demon form or not, or whatever, I believe. Anyway, here's a quote from Itragan. Long may Baetor continue his reign, king of the criminally insane. Too bad the mental strain of his station so badly limits his conversation. Damn. Baetor was the patron demon to the criminally insane and ally of Etrigan, who once briefly proclaimed himself Hill's ruler by accepting the crown of horns. I'm trying to see if I can find... Uh, yes. Uh... Baetor fled to Earth in a Tragen's cloak and works as a bartender in Noonan's bar in downtown Gotham City. There he frequently associates with regulars Tommy Monaghan and his friends. On the day Tommy Monaghan and Nat the Hat left for Noonan's funeral for the final time and subsequent deaths, uh,
2: Bator quietly bid them goodbye, boys. Let's see. uh, (laughs) It actually... Hold on, does it say... Does it say... Hold on. I'm trying to see something here. Where's his citizenship is Hellion? Guess how guess how tall he is. Go on, guess.
1: Is it six six?
0: No. No. It isn't? No. Three
1: hundred eleven. Why three eleven?
0: He's three eleven.
1: Hmm, that's really short.
0: It actually does not it doesn't have any reference to him being a member of section 8 on his wiki okay that's weird yeah affiliation demons not even like
2: <laughs> uh let's see maybe uh nearly all of Bator's dialogue is I am Bator
0: on the occasional moments that Bator actually says something else, it can appear to be gibberish, or irrelevant to the situation in which it has spoken. <laughs> so, he's part of the team, canonically, like, he's even in, like, their, like, mock-up, like, the drawing
2: of, of part of the team, but he's not, like, it, it doesn't say that he's, like, in it, on his own thing. That's kind
0: of sad.
1: He didn't put it on his fucking resume.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he
2: did not put it on his resume.
1: That's
2: funny. Okay. Uh,
0: let me check how long we've been recording here. Almost an hour.
1: Okay, so what other superhero films do you wish we could make?
0: On, okay. So, let's see. We already talked about Dog Welder. I can already see three ish Dog Welder films. Okay. Okay. We have uh, Dog Welder 1, his film, and then his subsequent death with the many angled ones. Maybe a TV series leading in, like, a made-for-TV movie? Okay. You, you see what I mean there? Like, the Adventures of then Section after
1: 8. That, you need Dog Welder The Origins when you go back in time to ancient Th- Egypt. That's
0: exactly what I was going to mention. Dog Welder know, Origins you know as need. a movie.
1: You know who you need in that fucking movie. Who? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What'd he play? The Mummy.
0: The Brendan Fraser? Yes! <laughs> who is Brendan Fraser playing in Dogwelder Origins?
1: I don't care if he's Dogwelder. I don't care if he's, like... One of the antagonists or protagonists.
0: And I think we're gonna have to like completely make with the origin story because it doesn't like give enough like story I want- on the first dog. Brendan
1: Fraser is a sympathetic guy who gets cursed to be Dog Welder.
0: Brendan Fraser as Dog Welder. Okay, okay. And then of course we have to have another, maybe spin-off series of Section A All Stars, or maybe just another movie. Uh, where <laughs> yeah. it is it culminates with Dog Welder welding the stars together, and that's the end of Dog Welder.
1: Of course, that would be hinted at in the origin story when ben- Brendan Fraser... Of course. So, so I We'd have if... Dog Welder, then a spinoff that's, you know, the prequel, and then the prequel hints to the future because the curse culminates in that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could... Yes, exactly. That works. So we're gonna have the TV series that ends in a TV movie... Then we're going to have a cinematic pre like prequel. Then we're going to have the cinematic spin-off. Maybe another series before the, like maybe another TV series before the uh, sequel. So like they can actually see the section eight team before he does that. Like section eight all-stars.
1: I don't know. And then maybe you could just go into re- other re- random dog welders.
0: Yeah. Like that—that's the beauty of Dog Welder. Like you could, you could have so many people do it because the time between, like, yeah, you have Dog Welder, you know, uh, Dog Welder two.
1: Oh, then okay, you have Dog ready? Welder
0: one, but then you have the entire history from Dog Welder oh. one back to ancient Egypt.
1: All right, all right, all right, you ready? Okay, okay. A Cthulhu Mythos Dog Welder by Gaslight. <laughs> uh fucking um, in a British. You know, uh, where everything's done by Lamp Light.
0: The Victorian England Dog
1: Welder? Yes, Victorian England Dog Welder fighting the Cthulhu Mythos.
0: Dude, dude, yes! I need to talk to the creators of them and get art skills. I need access to Dog Welder because it canonically said he's part of a long line of dog welders.
1: You so know you what? You have... know what? Let's let's make up our own lore here. You know what we do in that? I would have dog welder fight a vampire, weld a dog to his face, and then later when I get the rights to blade, there's going to be an ancient vampire with a dog corpse on his face.
2: Yes.
0: But like there's so much time like you know how like the Assassin's Creed timeline works, right? Or you know like uh, roughly kind of played,
1: it. I played one of the Assassin's Creed games.
0: So like Weird you know like they talks time. about like the the assassins that like go back to like basically like ancient Mesopotamia or some shit. Okay. We have between like I think the 90s or whatever whenever Dog Builder 1 takes place all the way back to ancient Egypt to Dog Wilder Origins. And they didn't even talk about like the original dog welder very much so you have even that to play with you have oh excuse me i burped you have thousands of years with multiple dog welders that you can explore
1: well yeah and he's gotta go he has to cross nations because how else does he get to america
0: exactly could you imagine like a dog welder in plate mail
1: That's kind of awesome.
0: Right? Like, you know, you have like Victorian dog welder. You have middle, like the medieval ages dog welder. Dog welder in the American Revolution. Depends cowboy on when, dog welder. Ca- cowboy dog welder. There is so much we could do with that character. They just need to either give me the rights or put me on the creative thing for the team, for the forum.
1: Crocodile Dundee, but dog welder.
0: He had a brief stint in Australia.
1: Where he welds a dog to an alligator.
0: I think it... I don't know. Uh, We can play with the lore. I think he (laughs) wants to weld it to people because it was a curse from like Anubis, but like...
1: Okay, well, then we can skip that one. Well, then again... Weld it
0: to (laughs) a... Weld... He... (laughs) There's another curse. That's Koala Welder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) well no 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 ancient egyptian lore crab you you you're you're, no, you're
0: true yeah yeah that, that that's true
1: welding it to an welding it to an alligator makes sense too doesn't it because I, kind fuck of?
0: That guy. yeah
1: i don't remember but, who was the alligator guy it uh, wasn't set set was snake uh sobek yes so- sobek thank you i knew it yeah. was an s
0: sobek he was like hey i saw what anubis did i want to do something
1: Oh, no, no, I meant, uh, I meant, uh, nobody likes Sobek either.
0: Oh. Uh, but yeah, there's just so much you could do with,
1: with that. Wanna, like, I want want him to weld it to a dog, uh, like a welded dog to a vampire's face around, like, you know, right. nightly times. And <laughs> then that, that vampire being some ancient elder way later in time. Has a ghoul's uh, puppy on his face,
0: and yes. is fucking
1: fucking Constantine. Yes, Because dog yes. welder didn't kill him; he just welded him. Yeah. Oh, oh! Think of the scarring that would do on a vampire. You know they're weak to fire.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he's just welding the dog to his face, and then thousands of years later, another dog welder shows up and <laughs> faces no, no, no. the same vampire.
1: I don't even think that no I don't want even I don't want to do Dog Welder on him twice. I want him to be in like a blade movie.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, you know how funny it'd be the vampire like finally gets the dog off of his face and then the next Dog Welder comes and puts another dog on his face?
1: I Yeah, but that'd be a bit too cheesy. I would love it to be like he just gets the dog off his face and then like Blade or Constantine shows up to kill an ancient vampire.
0: Oh I just realized something else that we we have access to.
1: Wait, is Blade DC or Marvel?
0: I don't know. Well, I'll Google that.
1: But oh, something... wait. Blades, uh, Blades with the X-Men. Are uh, X-Men Marvel?
0: X-Men are Marvel.
1: Ah, crap. So we're out on Blade. Oh, well. Uh. I can't think of who my favorite DC villain or... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is D. It's Fantastic Four Marvel.
0: That is also Marvel.
1: Okay, well then, damn it, what does DC do anymore? Uh, Other than Batman Superman.
2: Yeah, and they don't even do Section 8 anymore, so they're lame as fuck. Wow. No wonder the comic books are dying. Uh, All
1: right, DC, hire us. We'll, we'll give you a kick in the pants. We know G- how to give fans service.
0: But, uh, do you know what else, like, we have, uh, access to? Like, time frame-wise? Dog Welder 1 between the original dissolution of Section 8 to the beginning of the new, of the Section 8 comics. Because it did say that, canonically, they were a team at one point disbanded in the beginning of the comics, they restarted the team.
1: Yep, and, uh, and the Dog Welder just continued welding things.
0: Yeah. So we actually, like... Have a time period where Dog Welder is in Gotham.
1: Alright, I'm getting out my internet. I'm gonna have to look up. I'm gonna be like, okay, with this comic book, are you Marvel or DC?
2: But we have we have so much time with Dog Welder. Not the Tetris. (laughs) Tetris. That is something that
0: the Not for the
1: stream. We're just gonna the
0: the listeners will never know what we mean by that. Uh what else? Okay,
1: Watchmen are DC. There we go. Yeah, the Watchmen are DC. We could we could make some sh- good shit with that. Yeah, DC. Maybe a little put- bit tough since they already made a movie, but
0: DC, let me have creative control over some of your movies. I only want very specific properties.
1: I I could do some gold with Watchmen. I could do a lot of, we could do a lot of gold to Section 8.
0: Yeah. Let I- me be in charge of the Section 8 movies. I will direct and act as Dogwilder.
1: You know what? I don't even want the rest of the Watchmen. If you give me Dr. Manhattan on his own, just being Dr. Manhattan, I can give you a psychological show that you would never even dream of. Yes. Yes. Because you know me. You know I could do it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, my disembodied voice here definitely can. (laughs) But, let's see. Uh, We are slightly over an hour now at this point. Uh, Is there any other questions I might be able to answer about Section 8 stuff, or any other ideas we want to put forward here?
1: Thoughts on gender-bent dog welder. Have there been canonically female dog welders, or is it only men?
0: I don't know if there's been any female canonically like dog welders, but I don't see why there couldn't have been.
1: Okay. What about Rosie the Riveter as Dog Welder?
0: Oh God, that's That was Rosie the Riveter was World War II, right? Yep. Yeah. So we have our World War II Dog Welder. You're welcome. Boom. Dog Welder lore established. DC, you can send my check in the mail.
1: You want you want your you want your uh, movie that applies to feminists while still keeping in track with the lore? Dog Welder, who is Rosie the Riveter.
0: Rosie the Riveter inspired.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, do, you know, yeah. do you know how Literally good a movie... Rosie the Riveter, who's totally not Rosie the River. She's uh, Rosalind the Wrencher.
0: Wendy the Welder.
1: <laughs> how did I miss that one? <laughs> That's glorious.
0: But, like, seriously, like, do you... I think that movie... I would personally go watch that movie. A... Aw- A female dog welder welding dogs like Nazis' faces? Hell yeah. That would be fucking amazing.
1: Back the fuck off, Captain America.
0: Yeah, we have have Wendy the Welder.
1: Oh my god, and she's going to weld against vampires and werewolves in the Third Reich. Yes! Yes! (laughs) There we go you want your dog welder now you've got your dog welder.
0: oh god that already itself puts in the thing like vampires and werewolves in the third reich welding a va- a werewolf to a vampire <laughs> <laughs> that
2: would have to happen at least once right that would have to
1: yes i know it would
2: just because like you
0: can't have dog welder and then vampires and werewolves, and the
1: werewolves... Wait, 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 a second. This is a really weird question. Okay. Can you wear, weld a werewolf to itself as it's changing?
0: Probably not to itself, but you could probably weld a werewolf to another werewolf.
1: Like, I Actually... mean, if part, of it, if part of it was in dog form, or wolf form, and another part was still in human form, could you, like, quickly grab them together and weld? Maybe.
0: It's welding dogs to faces, so I would assume it would have to be, like... Face palm. Yeah, yeah, you would have to be, like, a face palm, or, like, taking their face and, like, pushing it against their chest or something.
1: God, that's body whore. weld body whore. You can weld a dog star to a dog star, so yes. Yes, you could.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so... God, I just realized, like, the leap of logic, like, the dog star... There's a lot of things that Dog Welder could probably weld. The mm-hmm. isu- one of the issues, though, if we're gonna like keep in like dog dog welder canon, we
1: mm-hmm. can't
0: show any like major like a uh, major feats until that movie where he welds the stars together because that is canonically Dog Welder's greatest feat and the purpose for breaking the curse.
1: Well, yeah, welding a vampire to a werewolf isn't welding two stars together. Yeah, that's just I cool. Mean- uh yeah, we're not going to be trying to weld you know like Goliaths together. Well, we could do a Goliath werewolf or something. Uh, oh my god, we need to weld a giant werewolf to Mecha Hitler.
0: Giant werewolf to Mecca. Yes. yes.
1: Okay, that might, be, that might be taking away the canon from other things too much.
0: That's, I guess,
1: yeah. We can't go Mecha Hitler. We could go with a Nazi in a Mac.
0: Yeah, we could we could do that. Just <laughs> welding.
1: German Shepherd welded to a the face of a guy in a Mac.
0: Yes. Ooh, what if that one is like the uh, the Wendy the Welder's like quote unquote nemesis in this one? Like, she already welded a dog to his face. I don't know. I'm just spitballing ideas here. It's
1: I don't want on... too many dog-welded nemeses. it, Nemesis? it is Nemesis?
0: nemesi
1: Nemesi. Okay, I'll go with that one.
0: Yeah, it, it's like one twenty in the morning, so my ideas are very disjointed right now. It's
1: speaking... one twenty in the morning, so I'm at like peak performance right here.
0: Uh, speaking of, I forgot to mention this, I do have a bang. I have a cotton candy flavored bang.
1: Oh yes, isn't he good?
0: It is delicious. Wonderful. And is... Bang, the the official drink of people ranting about Dog Welder for an hour.
1: Not sponsored yet.
0: Yet.
2: Honestly.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, Bang, hook up with me. That came out wrong. Bang, <laughs> talk with me, and once I get the rights to Dog Welder, and we will make a Dog Welder-inspired Bang. Like, we can, like, put, like, dog welder imagery on it.
1: Make it taste it, like wet Dog?
0: That's a it, joke. Probably not. Like, what flavor <laughs> would I associate with dog? Let's see. The welding he uses in the, that's like, the welding hop, color. Right? I, it, I think in it, he, he uh, it's a blue flame he uses, because I believe it's.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, so, but that's not like really blue raspberry. And no, blue well, they raspberry. already
0: have a blue raspberry flavor. I got it. I fucking got it. Remember how I talked about, I think a few episodes ago, a blueberry mint bag? Boom. Boom. It's blue like his fire. It's cool like he is, because the mint.
2: Boom.
1: I,
0: it might be a stretch, but goddamn. That
1: that's a whole, like, That's way too much of a stretch. I, I think we care. should get some spicy
0: something spicy. Well, it's hard to get like a spicy energy drink because like that just doesn't sound appealing.
1: I I think it could be done. I don't really I don't think... know exactly how, but you you put it in a little bit, not much, just enough to get you there. Maybe like cinnamon. Okay, cinnamon. Cinnamon, they, cinnamon th- has that spice to it, but it doesn't actually burn your face off.
0: They did a uh, they did a uh chocolate flavored one so cinnamon shouldn't be too far of a thing
1: yeah now what can you mix with cinnamon to really take it to the next level
0: you could say it's cinnamon bun flavored and just make it like you know like a sweet flavor
1: no no because well, that's I, not dog welder i think dog I guess, welder's got guess, cinnamon yeah. maybe with some sort of like uh thyme or rosemary
0: that would be really weird as an energy drink though
1: maybe but i think it would work
0: Maybe I don't know. I do like the ev- See, not you, even you for dog ever,
1: You don't want to call it the cinnamon thyme energy drink, but if you no. call it dog welder flavor and they're like, What's it taste like? It tastes like welding a dog to somebody's face. That's Ugh. fucking retarded. I have to try it. And then it turns out to be good.
0: That's I mean, they have a get. flavor called Rainbow Unicorn, so that
1: that's yeah, it's probably high sugar and a bunch of fruity flavors. Actually
0: and... they have no they're all bangs are sugar free.
1: No, no, I mean like tastes like sugary.
0: Yeah, it does. It's people say it's supposed to be like half bubblegum, half watermelon, but I don't see it.
1: Mm. But I'm that's saying, nice, but that's not my style.
0: I, I'm saying though, like I, I can, I can see where you're going with that. We'll have to workshop it more. But like,
1: <laughs> bang, get in touch. I can have these conversations for literally hours.
0: I yes, but I do like the idea of like a cinnamon roll bang. Now that we mentioned it.
1: That does sound nice, but I don't think that would be more cinnamon so much as like yeah, non-sweet.
0: It's it's, it's sweet with like a hit of cinnamon
1: because you got to have that icing flavor. That that would be tough. Yeah, I don't know how hard it would be to get an icing flavor in there.
0: I mean, they they made a chocolate flavor, they made a cotton candy flavor. I think they could get an icing flavor.
1: Yeah, but chocolate and cotton candy are more common flavors that the food industry has down pat. Yeah, I don't know how I, many people who do icing flavor without icing, especially without sugar.
0: I- I'm that sure there like
1: could be a tall order.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure it's possible, though. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I'm not saying they, they, made, they can. They I'm made just like saying a, it might be a tall order. They made,
2: like, a honey bun iced coffee, so...
1: Ooh, like a cinnamon coffee.
2: Maybe.
0: Uh, they do have some coffee flavors, but I'll tell you right now, the Bang Coffee's not so great.
1: Hmm. Or maybe a tea. I don't know. Something, something. I want something that has like the zest of life to it. If 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 cinnamon represents the fire, we need something to represent the the animal and man. Something that represents the life.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure. They do have a uh, a line of teas, like you know, like they have a watermelon tea. They have an Arnold Palmer stuff like that.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I can kind of see
1: like a cinnamon One of their, tea.
0: I mean with some other flavors of course but like yeah, the cinnamon uh, tea makes sense because dog welder is just he's a, he's a uh, blue collar worker being a welder and what's yeah. more blue collar than tea? Coffee. Yeah, but I mean like y- y- yeah. that that makes sense but you you see where I'm going with it.
1: Maybe we could find like, some e- Egyptian flavors that really go with it.
0: Oh. What kind of flavors would evoke like the idea of Egypt? But also uh, dogs. Mud and clay. Yeah, it's it's hard Silt. it's hard to <laughs> make a flavor based on the idea of mud, clay, dogs and burnt hair.
1: <laughs> this is this is definitely gonna have to be workshop for a little bit, but I think we've got we're on to something here. If Bang's willing to work with our crazy ideas, we'll think of something. If they're not, we're still probably going to obsess over it until we get the correct answer and probably bug them about it later anyway.
0: Yeah. Either way, we've came up with at least one other bang flavor to add to my oh, wish list of bangs.
1: I I think that was that, that was mostly you, I think. I'm still, I'm willing to die on this cinnamon hill.
0: Yeah, I, 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 cinnamon is, you know, that's. Okay, let's see. Some of the common spices used in Egypt, uh, coriander, cumin, cardamom, chili, anise, anise seed.
1: Ooh. oh, chili. Yeah, we could use chili or coriander and anise. Coriander, the other name for coriander. I know it. Uh, cilantro. Yeah, cilantro.
0: Okay. Uh, bay leaves, dill, parsley, ginger, cinnamon, mint. Ginger?
1: Okay, okay. I think if we get the right mixture of these seasonings, we can make something that is special.
0: Uh, and then it says mint and clove. So I think... I don't chi-
1: know, I pass on mint.
0: Yeah, mint, I, I, like I said, I liked the idea for that before, but I do agree it is a bit of a stretch. But, like, I think if you do chili and then you do ginger, and I'm not talking, like, an actual strong chili flavor, but, like, just, like...
2: The just back a little bit of your chili throat.
1: powder.
0: Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, the yeah. back of your throat, like, oh, that's a little warm.
1: But chili, ginger, and maybe some cilantro? I uh,
0: I don't know about that one.
1: I don't Cause, know. Because,
0: like, if we have the ginger uh, and the cinnamon, that right there is very, like, holiday-ish flavored. Mm. Like, uh, but you add the chili, and all of those separately invoke, like, warm feelings. Yeah, yeah. So, together,
1: we definitely want it to be warm.
0: Yeah, we want it to feel warm, even if it's cold.
1: Well, you know what? What? Beef stock.
2: Oh, oh, oh! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> My
0: God, dude! No!
2: <laughs>
0: no! No! <laughs>
1: Ah, that made my day
2: no
0: (laughs) fuck no (laughs) like i'm on board with a little bit of weird flavor like chili in an energy drink that's pretty (laughs) weird but like that still sounds doable but goddamn beef stock
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man i think i just took first place for the worst thing ever said here
0: I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to make a soup that is cinnamon, ginger, chili, all cooked in beef stock and (laughs) see what that tastes like, because this is a lawless wasteland and anything can go apparently.
1: Fuck it. Yeah. Do it. I dare you. I double dare you. Fucking do it. Actually,
0: actually, I think I have all those ingredients.
1: (laughs) Fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't have to be a big batch. Make a small, like quarter-sized batch of that monstrosity and we're going to find out if it is hell or if it is secretly golden if it's
0: good we'll have to see how it is carbonated
1: <laughs> if it's good we're telling bang if it's good i want if, another podcast where you tell everyone for at least anyone, 10 minutes how amazing it is
0: if anyone is listening to this <laughs> and you want to send me a soda stream so i can carbonate this monstrosity email Linden at the, uh, you know, who cares listeners at gmail.com. So I can get you shipping information because if I get a soda stream to carbonate this horrible,
2: horrible thing, I will, <laughs> I will for science. And you know what? You can
0: buy like the supplements that bang uses for energy. Like, you know, like the, uh, the super creatine, the uh, the oh, CO-
1: yeah. uh,
0: COQ ten, all that you can buy that separately. I we're, will
1: gonna buy- do, we're gonna do Bang's job for him. Just be like, here, here's the recipe. Fucking make it.
0: Yeah, I, I I will make that if someone sends me a Soda Stream so I can carbonate this.
1: All right, all right, fucking bet. That's what the yeah. young kids say these days, right?
0: That that is. Um, yeah. Well, it's uh, getting about that time.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we have we have definitely crossed the line. We went from good fun stream to taking it to eleven and then further.
0: yeah. um so uh, shout, out, shout out oh. to Patrick as always. Uh, indeed, thank you for listening, Bud. Uh, bang, please sponsor us. please. We're giving you so many good ideas this episode, please.
1: and a few bad ones, too.
0: None of them are bad. These are all great ideas. Uh, let's see, uh, thanks to Rockville Audio for, uh, providing my microphone. Uh, let's see, what else am I missing? Uh... Thanks,
1: Lyndon, for going to sleep.
0: Yes, thank you, Lyndon, for going to sleep and allowing me to make this episode. (laughs) I have been antsy to do this. For. Ever. I have been wanting this horrible episode. And honestly, it was great. I say horrible. It's horrible because it was just what is it, an hour and twenty minutes of me ranting. It happens, but you know this might be one of our most viewed episodes. For all we know, it's awesome.
1: It's uh, definitely ha- ended on a high note, in my opinion. I yeah, got I, don't know. I got you to promise to do something horrible, which always makes me smile. Only if
0: someone sends me a soda stream to do it.
1: Hey, hey, you beef stock. You're making the stock even if it's not a drink.
0: I I have to make sure I have all the ingredients. I think I do, though.
1: Yes. It doesn't have to be a full batch, clearly. It's yeah. just enough for you to try it out.
0: Well, even if it's not a full batch, like, I have to use the stock that I get. So I'll have to make something out of it. Uh,
1: yeah, you'll have, to, you'll have to use something out of it, but...
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Where were you? Uh... Thank you, Rockville. Bang, please sponsor us. Uh, shout out to Patrick. Did all that.
1: Uh, DC, give us movie rights.
0: D- DC, either give us movie rights. Let me play Dog Welder.
1: Or hire yes. us as directors.
0: Yeah, hire hire us as directors. Let me play Dog Welder.
1: There will be less uh, accusations of misconduct if you hire us.
2: Yes, there will be significantly less. Uh Let's
0: see. Uh, buy Hint water even though Lyndon's not here with his hint today. I'll shout it out for him because I'm a good friend. Uh
2: anything else that you can think of?
1: Uh, shout out to Lyndon. This is going to be yeah, a fun one. Let us know how you feel l- when you read this. Read this. Lyndon, this.
0: even Lyndon, I know you're listening to this before we you edit it release it as a youtube exclusive if you don't want it as the in the main channel (laughs) please
1: we Uh, delivered what we promised no more no less
0: that being said uh i would like to personally thank all of our listeners oh i forgot uh check out our discord uh check us out on twitter who underscares pod under or who underscore cares underscore pod check us out on ifunny who cares podcast uh Join the Discord. Uh, Now I think that's everything. Uh, And in the words of Linden, go out and be great, guys.